Blog Talk Radio.
this is really what everybody's been waiting. 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 Everybody's been waiting for it. Everybody's been waiting for it. Everybody's been waiting for us to start the show today. Man, two minutes into the show. Okay, so uh, we had technical difficulties right off the bat. And, you know, these these gremlins, man, they love to do that to us. All right, so we're going to get right into it. What, um, what I'm going to do here, and um, this is, it's kind of sentimental because we we haven't done this in a while. Um, by the way, <laughs> I'm your host, Patrick Webster-Small. And I'm the host of the Webster Phenomena, and we haven't been on the air for a year. And what have we been doing? Well, of course, we've been researching. I'm writing my book, which I can't wait to get out to everybody. And it's really the Webster Phenomena has evolved into this amazing thing where you really realize why the the information is secret. You really can see why the information is secret and why it's all, why it's called the quote unquote forbidden knowledge. If anybody says they know they have forbidden knowledge and they don't know the Webster phenomena or at least the the ingredients of the Webster phenomena, they don't have the real forbidden knowledge. This is it. This is the stuff. So what I'm going to do now? Guess what I'm going to do. Little devils are still here. 
plenty of them. The little devils. They go they go around their little like tornado, right? They look like a tornado <laughs> when they go around and they make all that that noise. Anyway. Oh, no, they, they make funny noises and they bite hard. They take, they take your finger off, yep. Well, I'm going to have to give you kudos on your internet. It sounds crystal clear tonight. Oh, I've got, I've got high-speed internet. Yeah. High-speed, baby. The highest, um, the highest one you can pay for at the moment. <laughs> okay, so while i got Brenda here, we just uh, Brenda and I have been doing this uh, since about 2014. You know, putting it, putting this information out into the airways and out onto social media, and we have we get very little. Um, what would you call it without and still be humble? <laughs> acclamation, I guess. We've got it's very not little. Not acclamation. It's it's just yeah. it's just respect and recognition. It's just not. That would be nice. Yeah, it, but it's neither of that. And, you know, you get all no. these people that are, uh, you know, they, they say, oh, yeah, whatever, but they, they just don't, they try to claim all things as their own and they have no no understanding right. of what they're actually talking about. So Right. I mean, people have gone to the point where they're, they're at least two, they claim to be at least two or more ancient gods. I mean, at least just stick to one. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Why do you have to be two? And then all of a sudden you are like, you are dimension or you are something that you just can't be as a human being, you know? It's like, how can you be the apocalypse? (laughs) How is that at all possible? Explain that to me. Um, Well, that's it. And I mean, look, I've seen so much of it lately um, on the, you know, on Facebook and on the internet, just so much. Right crap excuse the expression but yeah it is it's all good we can cuss here we're all adults you know <laughs> well, well we, i don't think we've rated the program so <laughs> we haven't and you know we you know um those words uh are part of the language so that's it when they come up they come up but we don't try to say it or try to be vulgar or anything so um we try to have a fairly clean show and the thing about our show, everybody, is it is we are putting out, we are teaching some of the most rare and fresh knowledge that you can find on the planet. That is the absolute truth. We know it. Of course, as soon as the next guys doing a podcast say the same exact thing, then it's saturated. It's called saturation. Mm-hmm. And you can't get past it in this society. You can't rise above it um, until you get some kind of alternative, uh, either assistance or whatever. But the, the thing about the show, we are a very fun, very informative show. So we try to have fun. We try to keep it light because, man, this, this stuff – you could go down the dark and scary route and scare the hell out of people immediately and nobody would listen. And we don't want to scare people with this. And, and this isn't just about faces in the clouds. This, this is about a discovery of a whole entire realm that is happening around us that has been uh, ignored because it needed to be ignored in the, capacity of the human mind 
it could not have been accepted in most parts of history. Only now can it begin to be accepted, and that's why it's revealing itself. And I'll, we will go through all this. It's very deep, and it's very um, – it's not the easiest thing to grasp. Now, the face in the clouds, that is easy to grasp. And the people that are, are grasping that, you're still not awakening, at least fully, until you really grasp what this is. And the Webster phenomena is the grasping of that. So we wouldn't have it any other way than to teach this in a fun way. That's the only way it can possibly be accepted. If you get down and dirty with it and you get all serious, it just gets too fantastic for the human mind to take. So this is why uh, we have been given this knowledge. This is the main reason why is because we can convey it to humanity the correct way to be accepted. Now, it's hard to not be taken as self-righteous when you're saying that you've been given something by some divine power and you, hey, I, we're just giving it how it came to us and we're just saying it how it is. If, if you have a problem with it, then most people have who are trying to be somebody in this realm of, of, I'm an ancient god, or I'm this, or I'm that. Um, you, they don't like what we're saying because we're bringing the absolute truth without putting ourselves up on the pedestal itself. You know, this is I have claimed this discovery because, man, when you make a discovery like, hey, this is the North Pole, or when you, when you make a discovery, you claim it, man. That this no, I'm it's, human. It's it's, it's gotta <laughs> have a name. It's, it's and it's I mean, right. It's, it, it has to. You, otherwise, you like, you know, if so, everything didn't have a name, you know, we'd right. just be pointing like a bunch of ogres and, and grunting at everything because, but who would know what it was? Right. You on the other end You've of this You've got to microphone. have a, a definition. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got to have speaking a definition. Of, speaking of that, I really think it's time. Oh, yeah. I love this We're gonna bring our friend into Canada. Has really crappy internet. There's always gonna be some canyon in the way. And this is Kim Dahl's theme song. Love this song. I have this on my gym channel. Jim, and you wouldn't think that this song would really get you going, but oh my god, when you're like, you know, into the second hour of your workout, and you're like, oh my gosh, I need some strength. And then, and then this song comes on, and it's like, oh man. Good stuff. This is a Disney song, I'm pretty sure that that's obvious. <laughs> uh, but this is an awesome song, and it's and it fits Kimba perfectly. But then this comes on right here. That's awesome. Welcome, Kim. 
Hello, everybody. How are you? Hey, how's it I going, did. Kim? <laughs> it's been so great. long so since we heard you back. giggle. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. You know it's been a while since we heard, heard that. I know. I don't you yeah. know? <laughs> hey. Hey, it's our it's our hey. resident Canadian Kim doll, and um, Kim, how are you? How are things in Canada? Uh, I'm doing great, actually. We're having a little bit of a snowstorm right now. I was telling Brenda earlier. This is just way too early for snow, but um, oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. it is. It's been a really um, fall. The an interesting thing about Canada, folks, if you don't already know. That Canada is about four days away from becoming the first nation to legalize marijuana, to fully legalize recreational marijuana and have it right up there equal with alcohol, as it should be, as it should be. So um, Mm -hmm. good job. Kudos to Canada. You guys rock. You guys did it. You did it before America. Good for you. And... um, (laughs) Uh, really, it's going to be so good for your country, and um, I'm just I'm I'm proud of of Canada, you know, for doing that. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Do yeah, you I think that's good for your a... for your country, Kim? Well, I do, but I was just reading a thing on uh, there's one in Vancouver that's going to actually let you get high, so that you can get high and get high in place. Okay, wait, okay, wait. Your internet is getting real choppy, so let me turn this, turn the music off. Now, what do you say to get high on the plane? <laughs> well, there's going to be in Vancouver, the airport. Yes. When you board oh. the plane, there's going to be a special. Oh, what happened, Miranda? Did she, did she go bye bye? Hey. <laughs> so like, like they say you. Get high before you get high in the air. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, so yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's great. No, You're just gonna have a bunch of sleeping passengers. It's beautiful. Everyone will be mellow. Well, and, but it. Of course, we can only do that within Canada. Like we can't go into the oh. states differently or other countries, right? <laughs> Right, but I mean, I guess it would depend on where you're flying to. Like, if you're flying straight to Vegas, then it'd be like, yeah, come on, we'll get you on the other side. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, well, I guess. Uh-uh. But I guess well, I mean, Vegas tell. is legal. Well, Vegas is recreationally legal. Um, you know, I'm even hearing, I'm in Utah, which is a kind people think of as a real stickler state. CBD is, is already legal. And um, mm-hmm. I'm hearing about uh, medical going on to the ballot next year. So the, here we go. Mm-hmm. And there's enough Californians mm-hmm. that are moving to Utah that it's going to happen. Folks, we do talk about the Webster phenomenon. I just want to say that <laughs> if you if you we are a show, we're not it, this isn't a textbook. And this is not this show is not my book. It's not just going to talk about the Webster phenomena or my experiences. This show is me. It's Brenda. It's Kim. We've done this for years. And when Don is, is kind of our, our pseudo, you know, co-host, when he can make it, he calls, we get him on the air, Don Strupp. 
He's an avid supporter of the Webster phenomena, the idea of it, and the fact that we put it out there so people can know about what's happening in this world. So much stuff is kept from everybody, and everyone thinks it's the government that's keeping it from everybody. So then there's a reason to not know because they're not saying anything. Well, there's some public people that are telling you something, that are putting it out there for you to gobble up, and it's complete truth, provable proof is right in front of you all the time, and we're just connecting dots is really all we're doing here. And it can be proven any time, and it just gets swiped right to the side. No, none of these conventions hire us to go speak. Where the stuff that we could convey to people at a UFO thing or a, a if they sat there for two minutes, they might be laughing at me. After 30 minutes, they'll walk out there out of there with their jaw on the ground. I can prove it. Brenda can prove it. Kim can prove it. We do it all the time. We do it in our separate lives. We do it together. It's just what we do. So anyway, Kim, it's great to have you on the show, and it's great to have all of us here. And let's go to some music. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we we do play some music throughout the show, and I usually have some kind of a theme, and it's fun. And the music isn't like the stuff that you hear every day on the radio. It's different. It's Some of it is, and some of it will remind you of things, and some of it will just be – like, oh, I get it, how that plays in with the show. And sometimes you'll be all, what the hell is he thinking? And that's all good. We want to have a variety of things happening. Like today, we're close to Halloween. So we're going to talk about some Halloween stuff at the end of the show. That's usually where we do our fun stuff, at the end of the show. Everyone, hang on. Stick with us. If we get enough support, again, because we did for a while, we had hundreds of listeners. If we get enough support, we will come back. You know, we will start doing this every couple weeks. And then you get to know us, and it starts to be a family. And then you start calling in, and we get to know you. Remember we had Lorraine, you guys? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We love Lorraine. I wonder if she's oh, still out there. Yeah, I know. And she will start getting our emails again, and she'll start tuning in. So everybody follow us on Blog Talk. We tried it again. We went to Spreaker. We ended up getting quite a few follow- followers in a couple shows. And it Spreaker was just so stark, naked, like the like my co-hosts couldn't hear the music that I was hearing in my phones and they just they didn't have their mix right. And you had to get too much equipment to make it happen. So this blog talk is great for that. Um it's just sometimes there's little glitches like what we had at the beginning where there was four or five minutes of dead air. Sorry about that, everybody. All right. Um, Let's see. We're going to get to uh, Karen Silverman's question about rainbows. That's one of our subjects today. It's going to be a little bit later in the show. Um, And the rainbow is pretty interesting stuff. Um, I know Brenda has some stuff to say about it, but my personal experience with the rainbow uh, and rainbow colors and stuff has just been off the hook. This show gets weird, you guys, and we talk about some weird stuff. And I don't expect everyone to believe everything we say, but I'm going to tell you this right now. I would never say anything that I couldn't prove. And I would never try to dupe you guys or tell you something that I didn't know for freaking sure was the truth. 
I would never do that to humanity. What a that is the ultimate sin, guiding somebody down the wrong path. I would never do that and I don't just think my path is correct. I've proven it with my colleagues. And it's a, it get does get a little bit frustrating. It gets a little bit frustrating. So um I'm going to explain the Webster phenomenon real quick. And then and then we'll we'll run a tune. And then we're going to come back and Brenda's going to going to talk and and Kim's going to talk and you guys just I really want everyone to hear what Brenda and Kim have to say. I do a lot of posting. I do a lot of talking on the on my posts. And I want some different perspectives to be heard. I think it's important. So let me just uh, let me just tell you what the Webster phenomena is. The Webster phenomena is the human realization that elemental beings are creating all of reality throughout all of nature all throughout the universe. The Webster phenomena is not merely seeing a face in the clouds. The Webster phenomena is an understanding and acceptance of the truth about nature and the reality that we as humans quote-unquote see. The illusion of reality that is understood today is mostly, if not totally, man-made. Science looks too close to find this, what we have found. Others like SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, they look too far. The elements that make up this 3D reality have been overlooked in this current society until now. The right combination of open-minded perspective is the doorway for this phenomena to take place in your mind. You guys really listen to this. Really listen. This is very important. This is the setup in your mind for, for you to accept the Webster phenomena to accept what is happening truly in reality. Now, just give me a moment of your time and let this sink into your mind. The right combination of open-minded perspective is the doorway. Open-minded perspective means to be, to let whatever it is that's in your view in. For this phenomenon to take place in your mind, then your reality, revealing the truth to yourself, the genesis of trust and faith begins here with yourself. This is the beginning of trust. This is you knowing trust. Trust yourself. Have faith in yourself. This is a key to nature revealing the truth to you. It will happen. Trusting what you see and what you experience is one of the keys. It's like being a grim, you guys. 
It's like being a Grimm, if you know, if you ever watched Grimm. Man, TV and all that, everything has to do, movies, everything has to do with everything. Just know that. That's a good beginning way to open your mind. Everything has to do with everything. There's nothing that's separate from something else. If you feel that it's a coincidence, it's not. It has to do with it. You feeling the coincidence is just pinpointing something, pinpointing the, the flow, the connection of everything to everything. For this phenomenon to take place in your mind, then your reality, revealing the truth to yourself, the genesis of trust, the beginning of trust, the creation of trust and faith begins here with yourself. Trusting what you see and what you experience is one of the keys. If you can't trust yourself, then the path will never lead to the truth. You'll always go astray off the path. If you can't trust yourself, number one thing. This is like therapy, you know, 101. Proving things to yourself is so important, everybody. So important. I really want to get out there and speak to the world, man. Because I could, I feel like I can really allow, get humanity to start allowing itself to trust itself. Instead of be swayed by all this outside BS. And the outside BS is swayed by greed and money. Because what is the main thing that you do every day? You worry about money, making money, spending money, paying money, getting money. It pushes everything and all things, all thoughts, and creates many things that lead people astray, like false prophets that lead people astray from the truth. Because they want to be somebody. They want to be thoughts. And they want to be the apocalypse. And they want to be the, the, pahani, uh, the pahana. And they want to be the one who's the prophecy is about. They want to be this and that. Man, get over it, you guys. If you are part of it, and no matter what, let's just say this. Everybody's part of it because everything has to do with everything. So everybody's part of this. If you're alive on earth right now, you are seriously part of Revelation. Okay, give me a couple more minutes and then we're going to get to the we're going to get to the girls here. Okay. Proving things to yourself is very so very important. To have true conviction, one must prove to themselves first. Think about it, to have true conviction. Think about conviction, what that means. What that really means, not what it means in today's society. To have true conviction, one must prove to themselves first. Trusting self is number one. I'm not speaking of self-righteousness, you guys, which runs rampant amongst the etheric society especially. I mean, you know what I mean. The the society that's involved in things like this, what we're talking about. The paranormal, I guess you could call it. And this society and has now become 
all of society for the most part, the, the self-righteousness runs rampant through pretty much everybody. You can see it everywhere when driving. You can see it when dealing with people in the grocery store. There's not a whole lot of niceness left out there. Um, I am speaking of self-trust and self-confidence, creating and strengthening the relationship between your mind, your brain, and your perspective of the outer world called 3D. That's what I'm talking about, not self-righteousness, but the self-confidence because you've, you've created a relationship between your mind and your brain and your perspective that everybody's cohesive and it's, you know, there's a flow. That's what they call flow, man. And finally, after all of that, allowing nature to be what it truly is. And what it truly is, is the core form that we've discovered. We'll talk to you on the other side.
Yeah. Yep. Been a while. Yeah. Oh, that's our very first intro song for this podcast. Some good stuff right there. Some chill. Chill. Alright everybody, welcome back to the Webster Phenomenon. My name is Patrick Webster Small and my co-host from Australia, Brenda Scott, is here with me and also my my bestest Canadian colleague, Kim Dahl. And we are here today as the, uh, <laughs> the modern day explorers of reality. And the, the stuff that we have discovered is incredible. And the fact that we have the cojones to put our names on the line to put this out there to humanity and to the public and to our, basically our friends list on uh, Facebook. But I'm pretty sure that all of our, all of our, uh, everything we, we do is public. So anyone can see it or follow a hashtag to it. We have given this to the world. Seriously, like, it's just selfless stuff. And, um, you know, patting myself on the back while I'm saying it's selfless stuff. But (laughs) um, (laughs) that's a certain type of humility. But, I mean, you've got – there's got to be some level of, of, (laughs) you know, being proud of yourself for actually finding this. Now, my – I'm going to hand this over to Brent and Kim in a second. But you guys, think about it. They, the world has, humans have been dealing with this nature for thousands of years, thousands and thousands of years. Okay, obviously ancient humans had a handle on some of this or a lot of it, but current humans have zero handle on it. Nothing. They know nothing about this. And this is not something that was just in ancient times. This is a cycle. This is a cycle. So everything in this universe works in cycles. So there was a proving point, a turning point in this world when somebody on this earth decided that they had discovered exactly what was the truth, what is the truth, and that is what we've discovered. Have we changed the world? How could we ever say that, Have we that we have? We can never know that. But we can be pretty darn sure that we've done a, we've put a pretty large dent into the illusion that will eventually will crumble because of the dent that we put into this illusion. Once again, patting us on the back saying, yes, we're great for what we did. And Hey, I'm glad to do it to, especially to my colleagues, man, do we not get enough praise? (laughs) Man, that's bad. Uh, That's bad. Uh, it is nice to get praise, you know, just like, hey, when you hit a home run, if the crowd just sat there and didn't do anything, wouldn't it be a little weird? 
Yeah, it's the crickets that we hear that worry us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's like the yeah, it's like the uh uh who is it, Daffy Duck when he does the, the one time thing where he drinks gas and then swallows it. <laughs> and he it's like, do we have to go that far, you guys? Do we really have to pull in the end of days? Come on, don't make us do it. <laughs> how, yeah, how do how do you know that it's not us that's that's creating all of this by doing this? I mean, if you really have that open perspective, you start thinking overboard. So there, and, but not limiting yourself, just being logical to the extent of why would this be happening and then putting it together with the ancient research that we've done uh, definitely gives, it helped us build the framework of the Webster phenomena. So Brenda, what do you, what are you seeing out there in the, in the world of the, the weird and the wonderful paranormal <laughs> in the paranormal? Well, I should say this, um, our peer, our the world of our peers. Oh God! Is Do you want to go there? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we pray that there is because it's lost if there right. isn't. Um, right. Yeah, just with um, just with the actual um, like, I just there's so much. Um, this is a conversation I had with my son the other day too. There's so much negativity out there, and unfortunately, um. There, it, it, there's two schools. There's the very negative, and then then there's the overly positive, the people who just think everything's going to come up roses, and we're all going where we're going. And it's there's actually a fine line down the middle that divides the two, but people don't seem to see this. Um, now I just wanted to address like when you are posting stuff. Um, Sometimes you will actually get people, and I, I actually, when I post to share this show, when I put our show into uh, groups, I actually turn off commenting because I'm someone who believes that, you know, if you want to give us a listen, give us a listen. However, I don't right. need to be combating people's negativity, their no. sarcasm, their bad manners, their trolling, all their stuff uh-huh. from um, social networks to try to challenge someone who's trying to present some knowledge to someone. So I actually turn off commenting. If you don't like it, keep scrolling. If you want to join us, please join us. Otherwise, you know what? Keep moving. And that's that's how I see it. Um, Now, just as you know, even on your own page, there's a few people that have um, uh, challenged you to why have you named it the Webster phenomena? How dare right. you um, name it after yourself <laughs> or after something you have, you know, how, right. um, how that, that it's almost, they're trying to call you conceited for naming it after right. yourself. Right. However, I mean, as I've said to you, well, if, or if I could say it to any of these people, what the bloody hell else would you call it? Right. You know, no one could, we've got to have a, it's like anything when you talk about something you need to have a specific set of reference points for you to know what you're talking about so yep. it's given a name you know darwin's theory of evolution or you know right. uh, sh- you know um Einstein's theory of relativity that, 
Exactly. Well, if if right. we just called it some paper on something or other, who was going to know which paper was what? Right. When or even like the Mandela effect. It it has yeah. a it it describes the either the origin or you know what I mean. It has an it, original. It's, it's, it's a point. It's a it. point that, that you can yeah. look at and say, okay, this is specifically what we're talking about at this minute. Right. Now, as we can say, people say, oh, we've seen this for, you know, forever and ever. I've been seeing this for ages and ages. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's our like everybody cousins probably saw their faces in the clouds too. However, sure. they didn't have the understanding or the the knowledge to start putting together what it all meant, what it all means, where it all comes from, how creation comes into this and what plays into things and what's all part of that. They didn't have the the evolved thinking to start thinking about that, which is what we have. Although, in saying that, I was reading something today that actually says since um, the Industrial Revolution and especially within the last 20 years, uh, you know how we sort of had a, a real spike in human IQ, like people's IQ levels were skyrocketing because of the amount of technology and everything that we right. have. All of a mm-hmm. sudden, it's actually started to take a dive. You think? And this has actually got the yeah, yeah, Well, we see it on a daily basis. You look at you look at social media, and that just says it all. But right. the actual, the professionals, the actual professional um, psychologists and, and people who study IQ, they said very definitely our IQs have taken a dive. And what they're trying to look at is why has this happened? You know, we have more access now worldwide immediately to information and to resources and to all these kind of things that actually should boost our understanding and our knowledge. Uh-huh. And we're actually going the opposite way. And my understanding and my belief is that this is because when you make the path to something really, really simple for people, like instant access, their neural pathways in their brain don't develop enough for them to go and seek, learn and understand on their own. Right. Therefore, their IQ drops. Exactly. There's no so reason for them to, to strive to find the answer yeah, because the answer has already been found. Method. Yeah, right. they don't develop the method to go find. And this is what we're encountering with people um, when we talk about the Webster phenomena. Because everybody's like instant gratification, they just want to um, say, oh, well, we've seen this before. Yes, you've seen a face. Right. However, but do you <laughs> understand how deep this goes? Have you done right. your research? Do you understand where it's coming from? Any right. wonder it became forbidden knowledge. Exactly. Lazy people. The only people who know about this are people who actually use the brain capacity that, well, if we want to say it, the good Lord gave them. Right. And start exactly. asking the questions to go back in history and say, why this? Why am I seeing this? You know, and, and putting, like you put the pieces together to understand yep. what this actually is. And people just don't want to do that. They want everything handed to them on a platter where they have to put in no effort and therefore no understanding it. They like to sit there and criticize everybody else who has done the work. Right. So let me ask and, you and, this, Brent. Hmm. Let me ask you this. So 
are we not handing it to people on a freaking silver platter? We are making it easy for them to access, but in that, we still say, you will still say to these people, do your own research. Right. Have a mind of your own. Think for yourself. Have a look. Test what I'm saying to you. I can prove it to you. Right. Let me show you. Let me explain. I even went through telling people how to work a picture. Exactly. And and then the other thing is, but the other thing is, you're explaining it, like I said earlier, in layman's terms. You are making it so that people have the opportunity who people who don't necessarily have the highest IQ. You're making it very right, easy or scientific heads. You know, yeah, they don't well, have that scientific no, way of thinking. But you and honestly speaking, okay. you don't need it. You just need the right, desire need to understand and the openness to 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 call in. Right to find the truth. To you find need to the have truth. the desire and, to find the freaking truth. And 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 like I was saying earlier, when people start, especially like on social networks, they start talking in sophisticated terms or complicated scientific terms and they start using all this gobbledygook right steer clear because yep. they're just in, in to use an australian vernacular and probably yours as well they're talking a whole lot of crap and a bunch of shit and yep. they and they're just they're just genuinely not genuine people they are the fakes out there they are the false prophets because yep god knows if you want the people to understand you need to, I don't say make it, make it as simply to be understood as possible for them to be able to at least pick it up and look at it and then they will go from there with their understanding. Some will go with the understanding and will some won't. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And then, you'll, and then you've always got, like we said, the ones that want to toot their own horns and claim one thing and another, but they can't. Yeah, let them. Let them. They don't get it. They they just don't get it. Brenda, do you remember, and everybody, we're going to reminisce here for a second. Do you remember when, you know, I was, I got so frustrated that I was not being acknowledged as the discoverer of extraterrestrials in this realm. Finally, somebody had discovered it. And put it together, and it was that kundalini moment for me. But it wasn't that for everybody else. And I really expected it to be that for everybody else. And through this journey, and this is definitely going to be part of my book, it is part of my book, that this journey is personal and it's unified as well. And I really wanted it to be unified all right off the bat, but that's not the case. It's a process. It's a freaking process. Just like when um, a chicken lays six eggs and they don't all start pecking their way out at the same time. That, there's a great analogy for humanity. We're, we peck our way out of this shell of illusion at different intervals and different paces. Um, and the Webster phenomenon and, and we three are here to, to give this knowledge to 
even the playing field out. We really would like to see, and that's what Brenda is saying, that there's so much bullshit out there and people saying, oh, I'm this and I'm that. Like that one dude was saying he was Pahana. I mean, I could say that a thousand times over about different people that they were saying they were this or they were Thoth or they were, you know, even to the extreme saying that they, a, a singular human being, is the apocalypse. You know, he's been watching too much Supernatural, Dean Winchester. Oh. Come on, man. No, well, there's, there's you know this Melbourne mean? guy at the moment. He's on one of the groups, and he says he sits at the third hand of God or something, and I'm like, who do you think you are, Jesus Christ? You know, <laughs> and, he, and he talks in, in, in all... For someone who can't spell, when you read what he has to say, you can tell he's... I mean, I mean... It doesn't take a necessarily a literate person to be one who's spiritual. However, right. like I said, no, because I mean, look, I mean, you know, I don't say all oh, Jesus's followers or anybody else, any other wise men ever went to school or were literate, but they were very wise and smart. But this guy's just—he talks in terms of of just absolute stupid stuff that doesn't follow any any uh, particular strain of thought. It's just a oh, whole bunch please. of these words strung together and badly right. spelt. And no. and not only that, when using um, common analogies or common terms, he gets the terminology incorrect. Man, so, you know, if God's going to do that, God's going to use somebody more like, you know, can I just say more kind of more like us type of people that are more, you can put out some stuff that's more acceptable then all that bullshit that's all it's going to grab is a bunch of freaking crap. Yeah. A bunch of people that'll believe anything. We've got a, yeah, no, but that's why we try to, we, whenever you post, you post in layman's terms. So just everyday. Right, but full sentences. Now. You're not there speaking. Full in, sentences. They're, yeah. All my words are spelled correctly. Not because of spell check, but because I reread my stuff usually before I post it to make sure that I'm not looking stupid to people and may, and also to respect the knowledge. Respect the knowledge. Isn't that the number one thing? It is. And unfortunately, this that's why I said this as we say over the years, this, this knowledge somehow went away and now it's right. just come back. Right. And it's coming back through and us. Can, yeah, and it's coming back through us. However, you can understand why in some ways it went away. Yep. And why it was protected and pushed away. Yep. Because if the, as the upcoming population has shown us, they are, I won't say they aren't worthy. However, they're not. Um, oh, I, I just can't think of the words that because of the way these people think now. It's, it's too it's narrow. Open to abuse. No, no, it's open to abuse. Absolute abuse. Yeah. And it will absolutely destroy what's trying to be achieved here. You know, to the uplifting of the world and to bring everything around the right way and to get us to know these beings and to to live with them and through them and for them through us and through every and, and through you know, through everything through the universe. 
The, the, right. Having that knowledge there is just the way these people want to use it. It's just absolute abuse, and it's well, not going to have not, good results. No, it does not have good results, folks. Don't, you know, if you want to be me, then let's make a deal. Otherwise, um, it's it just is what it is. But just let the if everybody could please just let us teach you what this is, and then we're not going to give you a test and you you. You know, you pass or you fail, and then you're, you know, you you don't make it out of this reality. It, the thing is, we want to plant the seed. We want to give you the seed so you can nurture this and bring it to f- your own fruition and awaken your own soul and develop yourself so you can graduate beyond this realm, which is what happens next. There is an afterlife, if that's what you want to call it. It's life. It's called life. What we're doing right now is just all the pre-stuff to life. Are you able to be a galactic community member? Are you able to handle that there's some amounts of hundreds of thousands of species of beings out there that are, that are uh, intelligent and, you know, make us look like we're amoeba? You know, we, this is <laughs> serious, serious stuff. And we take, we're bringing it lightly to you because if we brought it too serious, it can push somebody over the edge in one sitting. I have been conditioned to, to bring this to the world. Brenda has obviously been conditioned to bring this to the world. Brenda keeps her eye more on the things out there that are happening that have to do with this that aren't me. And when she needs to, she brings it to my attention. Otherwise, I don't even get bothered by it because it is bothersome. I need to keep pushing the information forward and throwing the seeds out there for you guys so you you can pass them on. I know each and every one of you has had somebody that is somewhat receptive to this out there, all of you listeners. This is it's, it's a common thing to see things in the sky. Now, once you move beyond the sky and you start understanding this core form and understanding who it is and then you start understanding where it is elsewhere in nature it's huge and that's going to be all through my book is where to find this how to find this and then we're going to start doing some tours um let's talk about that kim we're talking about doing something next year uh were we talking about april next year 2019 yep Okay, so we're talking about doing something here in the States in April of 2019 to get together and have at least the people that can make it have just to begin this, this, the scenario of like-minded people who actually are awakening their, their souls to the truth about reality, to, to, uh, commune together for a certain short amount of time to be together because this is where that real power starts that mass consciousness that um, James Redfield's talking about in the Celestine prophecy and the Celestine vision this is that okay we're and this is what uh, oh what was his name who wrote the key Uh, anyway um I'll remember. It's good stuff. And um, 
this this is the time. This is the time of revelation. This is the time where we decide if we're going to override what man keeps telling me and is keeps not working, continues to not work, or am I going to think outside of the box? I'm going to think for myself. I'm going to then I'm going to join these other people who are thinking for themselves, and it happens to be the same thought pattern. What kind of power can that have? That's that's good power. Power can be a good word, you guys. It's not power is not a bad word. So people people get I, caught so much up in that they seem to equate the word power with ego. Mhm. And they and they seems to think ego is a dirty word. Well, it's not unless it's abused. Exactly. Everybody needs some form of ego because otherwise without it you'd have no motivation to do anything in your life. Exactly. So let's go so let's go back to um, now I'm remembering what we were talking about. I'm going off on my, my podcast tangent, which is sometimes <laughs> good, sometimes not. Which is all good. But, so so we're going to have a get-together next year, April. Let's get through the holidays. Let's let's have fun. Everybody have fun. We'll have another podcast for at least one for Christmas. I'm not sure about Thanksgiving, but we'll have one for Christmas since Christmas is so universal that we will have a Christmas show of some kind um, for sure. So I promise that to everybody. Um uh, also, we're going to do this thing in April. So we are, co- we are deciding whether it's going to be something that's more of a, of a, uh, what do I want to say? Um, a planned gathering, you know, something that's got a planned, uh, a planned day and itinerary, or if we're just going to get together in a really cool spot and, Everybody watch clouds because, man, I'm telling you, St. George is an amazing place to watch clouds. You know, Southern Utah, pretty amazing. Las Vegas is also amazing for clouds. Um, so it, any one of those places, um, or if someone can think of something different, maybe we'll try to get to the Canyon of the Ancients over here in Colorado. Um, Zion is amazing. It's, to- it's named after all of these ancient things. It's just really this area is just vibrating as the spaceport of the world. It's incredible. Um, and then we're talking about uh, a big, a, a larger uh, convention style thing in 2020 that's going to be all about consciousness awakening and where we're going to have people there, vendors and people who, who offer um, th- products and services that can help your awakening. So, and that also may be in St. George. We're just in the beginning stages of it, but we're, we're getting it planned out. So, and we want everybody to, to come from all over the world to this thing. And we'll have, you know, it's going to have music and it's going to be really cultural. It's going to be awesome. Um, so that's what we're planning. Um, I know that I've put a lot of stuff out there and I do put a lot of stuff out there. I try to plan things right and left. And the support for the Webster phenomena has been really low, really minimal. I mean, no one throws money at it except for us internally. And it's like, it's just been the support for the Webster phenomena of something that's so honestly phenomenal gets very little support. And I understand, man, there's everyone's out there with their hand out, aren't they? With all of these websites like the Kickstart and um, CrowdRise and all these Man, everyone's got their hand out, don't you think? Yeah, well, no one supports knowledge, though. Everybody supports oh. all the other bullshit, but, yeah. 
Yeah. If you were asking uh, I mean, for a new pair of boobs, Patrick, you'd probably oh, have man, them in a week. I'd already be into the doctor scheduling <laughs> my, my, my lift. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, but if I wanted to have, like, implanted biceps, that probably wouldn't happen. But, you well, know, you never know. Yes. You can try. That's you probably true. Let's get try more it. for we'll that than you would up. if you put. Well, we're putting this out there and we're getting crickets. You might as well put your biceps out there. You probably get more. <laughs> Something. <laughs> but list anything. Oh, man. All right. <clears throat> so I'm pretty sure we got Jimmy, Dawn here. Need a boob job? Don's waiting on the line. Maybe Don wants a boob job. Um, we're we're going to get – we're going to check on that. Okay, well, I'm going to throw you got you three in the green room, and um, you can talk and um, get your the next round set up. And um, we're going to go ahead and take a break here, if you guys don't mind. We're going to take a little break. And um, so this is the Webster Phenomena. And uh, we'll be back on the other side for another 45 minutes of fun on this Saturday night, the Webster Phenomenon. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to um, talk to you for a second about the Webster Phenomenon and... uh, and that the Webster Phenomenon is brought to you by Alien World Market, and that's your internet shopping discount store where you get free shipping on all orders. That's right. I said free shipping on all orders. Free. It's free shipping. You'll never pay for it. Just go to alienworldmarket.com. Now, Alien World's going to launch next week, so you guys keep that uh, address on you. And uh, check out all the super deals once we launch there on uh, – uh, alienworldmarket.com jewelry, rings, clothing, and more at Alien World Market. So opening October 15th, that's just a couple days. So make sure to like the Alien World Market page on Facebook. So just search it on Facebook. And then uh, once you like that, you'll get special deals and discounts um, there on that page. And just for listening tonight, you get a 10% off any order by using the promo code SHOW. 10% off. That's right. It's show 10% off. Super deals on quality jewelry, rings, clothing, enamel pins, and much more. That's Alien World Markets. Dot.
Welcome back to the Webster Phenomenon. This is Patrick Webster Small. I am here with my Australian co-host, Brenda Scott, and my Canadian co-host, Kim Dahl. Are you guys back in the room with me? Where are you? We're here. here. (laughs) Oh, you're here. Oh, yeah. Where's Kim? I'm here. (laughs) Oh, she's here, and her internet is sounding good. Well, guess what, folks? Guess what? Well, I don't know. Just guess. Go ahead. Give a little guess. Okay, don't guess then. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a hint. I'm gonna give you a hint as to who is stopping by the show. Okay. Oh. Give her a little hint as to who is stopping by the show. Yeah.
que te espero? Já que me espero! It's not Jack of the Sparrow. It is Don Strupp. And I told you guys that Don would stop by. And sure enough, we pulled him out of the sea, and here he is, Don Strupp. How you doing, Don? Good to have you. <laughs> I'm doing fine. Doing <laughs> okay, fine. So now right, we have your official <laughs> theme music now. It's the Pirates music. So this is your <laughs> official theme song. Now we've dubbed it. All right. Yeah, I know you wouldn't complain with that. Um, how's it going, man? What's going on lately? What's what's happening? Give us a synopsis of Dawn. Uh, things are going well. Um, we're I'm back where I started from in Southern California now. So oh, oh, oh wow! I'm here in Orange County. If anybody wants to come see me, get a hold of me. We'll go out and have some fun. Okay. I'm not complaining. All right. <laughs> I'll be there. It takes me about eight By hours. By the way, Patrick, what's up with the 323 number? The 323 number, which is an L.A. number. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I wondered if you were in L.A. L.A. No, that is the, that's the network um, Blog Talk Radio's um, number. So oh, I, okay. Honestly, Don, I miss Southern California so much. So much. Come by and see me, bro. Okay. (laughs) Do you hear all the resistance in there? You're not a long drive away, yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's just it's eight hours, and I get to you know pass right by Alien Fresh. So I grab me some beef jerky. I'll grab you one. I'm good. There you You go. Get down there. I'm confused on here for a minute. Okay. You want to know about numbers? My my Skype number, Don, is the Utah number. Is it really? How weird is it that? Is. I was able to choose a Utah number even though I live in Australia. That's hilarious. It That's is. trippy. I could have chosen one from any country I wanted just to confuse wow. the issue. Right? <laughs> yeah. Hmm, who's this? Now you can tell why you get all these. Hey, I get these calls on my phone and, and it actually says scam likely. Oh, scam okay. Likely. That's informative. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess this guy, Mr. Likely, he calls me from all different numbers. I don't know what's going on with that. It's kind of weird. And who would name their kid Scam? I don't know. But um, Okay, so, Don, what the heck, man? I mean, I mean, you are you are one of our oracles. You are a seer. You There's no two ways about it. The Don is one of the oracles and sees – what is there in the elements and, and also Don, uh, you know, uh, is well aware of the elements and the elementals through his, uh, belief system. So that is a main reason why Don and I, um, really kind of rehooked up. We used to go to, we went to school together years and years ago back in shoot element, uh, uh, it was junior, um, high. junior high. Yep, junior high where we started. We were playing sports together and everything, man. We we kicked some booty out there. I'm tell you, we and did. Um, <clears throat> we really did. We had we had some great teams, um, <clears throat> and um, so so Don and I re um, acquainted on Facebook, which is great. Has been great for many people to reacquaint, and um, through that we have 
seen eye to eye and helped each other research and discover more and more and more with this. And uh, it, Don has been a part of our podcast many times, and he he brings a, a whole other perspective of the Webster phenomena. Um, what, how are you feeling about what's happening today? And I don't know if you've heard any of our of the podcasts before this, or I know that you were um, you were out doing your thing with your girl, uh, and um, that's all good. But uh, um, I'm just I'm wondering what what Don has to say about about the Webster phenomenon, just the, the way that society is accepting what's happening and what where you think we're at and where you think we're going. I think more and more people are starting to look up and realize things are happening. I notice that more and more from the post you have that people are going, hey, this, hey, that, uh, I saw this, I saw that. And it's transcending every type of, race, creed, color, religion, uh, ideology, everything. So people yeah. look up and they realize there's something going on. That's, that's unusual. And especially the clarity that we're seeing come forth as well. So that plus your message is starting to permeate and, and get, inside people's heads and make them understand there's something out there you really need to look and understand that something's happening. And thank God your message here transcends all ideologies because all you're doing is saying, hey, look at that up there. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and from there we go further on and realize that these are beings that we can uh, we can contact, we can communicate, we can learn from them. And I don't care what your ideology is; that transcends all of that. It has. It has nothing to do with your belief system whatsoever. It's just pointing out, hey, look, there's something happening. And people are going, oh, wow, you're right. So that is what I love so much about it. There's no, you know, getting into ideology or dogma or any of that with the Webster phenomenon. None of that comes forth. And that's Absolutely. What, what people are grabbing onto and going, yeah, that's neat. I like that. They can still have their belief and still realize that something's happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's so important. And, I, you know, I also believe that, and this is really kind of putting myself out there, that in the beginning of this, I was very adamant that people listen and that if you didn't listen, you're a dumbass. And you know what I mean? And I've really, I've really changed up that, that type of thinking to realize that, like I was saying earlier, people, everybody's at a different level, no matter how obvious it is in the sky. It's not about how obvious it is to me in the sky. That's what it's about to me. 
what I can do is offer that uh, this information for you to have the chance to see something that will bring a truth to your life that has had to be a question in your mind for your entire life. And that's what the hell is going on here. Why am I here? What's going on? What is, you know, what is this? What am I, why am I feeling there's something else? That's really the a big feeling it, uh, amongst uh, the masses is I feel like there's something else. Sure enough, there is. <laughs> there is. There's, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, yeah, there is. Very evident. And uh, I'm so glad I, I got in contact with you for you to show this to me. And, and I'm like just amazed. Absolutely. It really I'm, is amazing. As now, am I. <laughs> the, the difference between a lot of people, and I, I put this on a post, uh, it may have been yesterday I did this, but the difference between people uh, believing in a religion and, and spirituality is that religion, you follow the messenger. But in spirituality, you follow the message. Uh, and I think yes. you're showing the message. Yes. Yes. Now, like I was just saying, I at first, man, you get caught up in that messenger thing. There's no two ways about it. You get caught up in that. But when you allow the information and the knowledge to become what it is, and to speak back to you, it will tell you it is not – this message is not about you. You are a messenger. Do your job. Bring the message. Spread they, – they, they continually would show me the vision of, of the Johnny Appleseed throwing the seeds out over the land and let it – give it time, man. Time is the, is the oven We'll bake all these ingredients together, and eventually this knowledge will come through in the right areas. Now, it, Brenda is is great at locating where the knowledge is either <clears throat> gone rotten or – but we're, what we're noticing about that is that the knowledge kind of extinguishes itself in those areas, and it's why this is mm. the quote-unquote – of forbidden or secret knowledge, it has a way of self-destructing. Pretty interesting. It is pretty interesting. It is very interesting, and it's it's nice to see the maturity that you're going through as this progresses. Um, it and I like it even more so. I mean, it's it's thrilling to hear you say this. Uh, what a difference a year makes. Oh, yeah. Really. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And a lot of experience with people, you know, just just really kind of stepping back, you know, Don? Yeah. Just stepping back. And I, and and I it, understand it really why. I mean, you, you have something so exciting. You just want to shake people and say, look. <laughs> Yes, and and you know they're closing their eyes. No, no, I won't. <laughs> Shielding their hand over their eyes. No. Oh man. You know 
that type of thing. <laughs> Oh, man. The speakers back and go, no, really, it's right there. <laughs> right? Right? So, yeah, I understand. Yes. It, it's frustrating, and, but everybody's different. Everybody's pace is different as well. Yes. So uh, this this is your learning of patience Man, it is. let me tell you my experience of that real quick. I yes. asked God for patience. Yes. Do you know what happened? I became homeless. Oh, boy. Yep. I was living out of my car. And then you know what happened? Somebody hit my car, and I didn't have any place to live anymore. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you want to talk about patience? I had to gain everything back. I lost it all. I pulled myself up by the bootstraps and decided, well, okay, this is how I begin from right here, one step in front of the other. And that's where I've gone from then. I've learned a lot of patience along the way. Absolutely, my brother. I've been right there with you. Right there. (laughs) So right there. I want yep. to hear more of Brenda's research and what she's come up with. Brenda. Yes. Let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about rainbows. We need to yeah, talk cause about because Karen was was interested in in the rainbow uh, thing and that I always yeah, from- I kind of put it out there in a cryptic way. Like, yeah, you guys all think rainbows are all happy and gay, but, you know, it's going, those diff definitions are going to change. And hmm. when you see, a, and, and that is my understanding of, of how the rainbow is going to begin to play out in reality <clears throat> and how it already has, is that what our, through our research, we can see that when you see a rainbow spot. Now, I'm not talking about your your um, arc, your arch rainbow. That's from the rain. That we've been, I've been getting uh, tons of great pictures of these out here lately. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the rainbow spots. And uh, since I've been researching this, I've been taking pictures of these rainbow spots, and I tend to have a pretty good eye for them. Um, and, uh, as I research these spots through taking the pictures and then researching the picture, which will also be, uh, I will explain how I found the Webster phenomenon to begin with, uh, in my book, but the, the, the rainbow spot is a, a, a being, one of these beings, one of these reptile beings is what we're dealing with as the elemental, uh, is, is pushing his uh, body, part, a part of his body into the reality or up against the veil, which is creating a rainbow, um, uh, the rainbow color of the veil. And which is which when they rub against the veil, it creates that cloud. When they start to pierce through the veil, they can be cloaked in that cloud. And then when the uh, there's a certain combination of light um, and obvious moisture, then that uh, that light body, that light being, 
uh, becomes a rainbow color, which they they are rainbow colored um, in in one form. Uh, in another form, these beings are spotty, kind of like the spotted a spotty dog, um, you know, kind of like Petey with the big, the you know, the little rascal's dog with the big black spot on his eye. You know, they they remind me of that actual dog quite often because that's kind of how these beings look. Um, we're going to go into way depth in in our next podcast. We're going to kind of start these podcasts over, in from a different from a different perspective for us, which is we're just learning and teaching and teaching and learning. That's what we're doing. We want everybody to be involved. We want every everybody to be on the same page. Nobody's better than anybody else. Um, we just want everyone to be on the same freaking page. Then maybe there can be some unity on this planet, and we can all just flip on some some good music and dance. That would that's the day I'm looking forward to, and I'm gonna see that day. I'm gonna tell you that. Um, but Brenda, Brenda, yeah, Brenda, yoo-hoo, Brenda. <laughs> we started this show tonight. We started this show tonight to to talk about having fun. And yeah. first of all, just tell me, did, did I answer Kieran's question, or do we need to go into the revelation of the the you know the rainbow in Revelation, where the rainbow is on the forehead of the seventh angel that comes with a little book in his hand? And I think we should save that for a later, for our next podcast, because yeah. the angel it it, it it goes off in many directions because you you it does when you're talking about the rainbow spots you're not only talking about that but you're talking about cloaking you're talking yes. because we have a lot of the cloud ships and this comes in with a lot uh-huh. of them i actually have do you remember the day i went to the beach yep i sent you the videos well i've actually got yes. a photograph of what looks like well would have been a ship and in uh-huh. each what you could call window was rainbow. Boom. And it was actually quite spectacular. So I, I can't remember if I sent you that photo or not, but it was um, it was quite amazing when I took the picture because I could see these rainbow spots, but they were next to each other and there was a gap in between each one. And they looked yeah. like literally the, like portals of a ship. Yeah. Yes. And it was was. actually quite amazing. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so I'm thinking myself, cloaked ship straight away. So one of our cloud ships was there with our little friends there. And, um, yeah, yeah, well, that was, it was, was really awesome. And so, like we say, the rainbow, um, story or the rainbow meaning is on many different things. As you said, it's on all different levels. Yeah. And, it, it goes off on many tangents, and that's where we talk about um, the subject being very deep and being a bit like a rabbit hole because you can sort of wander off, hence why sometimes you walk off on a tangent because it's so easy to get down a certain path and then you have to pull yourself back up and then you've got to sort of start going down the other path because there's so many things that actually feed into so the one many subject. Things. And they then you kind of have it. to keep going down the hole or you sound like a freaking moron if you stop. Yeah, 
you can't stop. And then sometimes it's, it's like trying to explain it to someone. Even, you know, I've done this. So I've gone to explain something to someone. And then they're like, but why this and why that? And you sort of got to pull yourself back from that part and go, well, because something over here. And then you pull that and you say, because it's this and this. And then you've got to pull it in from somewhere else. And, and here's then, a great analogy. Here's a great analogy. It's like it's not like trying to teach calculus to a kindergartner. It's like trying to teach simple addition and subtraction to a mathematician. Yeah. You're teaching the People. most simple stuff. That's why it's frustrating. It's like, look, yeah. there's see the two eyes? <laughs> now but, think about then I go straight to the Hopi. Okay, the Hopi says that the Katina are going to un- unmask in the plaza. It's pretty obvious that these beings are, when you see that cloud and the two eye holes, that they're wearing a freaking mask. I've got millions of pictures where you can see their eyes sunken back inside of that mask and that all they have to do is unmask and there you have the reptile. A lot of times the reptile's just showing. They don't even mask. But see, there's another tangent. See, there I go. I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> However, it's just the world oh, that yeah. we live in. And remember how we were talking about just before about giving information to people in layman's terms? Yes. People people these days like to overcomplicate everything. Yes, they because, do. But, and and that's just it, you know, if if it's and that's why you said trying to explain, you know, simple math, mathematics to a, to a mathematician or, or plus, uh, addition and subtraction, because they're off going doing the complicated calculations in their head when really it's very simple. It's 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 just really really simple. You just exactly. got to peel peel back your thinking from all the complicated, over overthought, over expressed, over stuff. Just all this overdone goes on up there. Yeah, it's just over the. Everything and just come back. Yeah, down I like my steak overdone. <laughs> Thank you, man. Okay, so 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 I think that we've given Karen enough to ponder. Karen, if you want to, you know, you can talk to me on Messenger, and we can. If you have any other questions, but what I'd really like to do is show you in person what's going on. So join us in April and everybody, we're going to plan this out. Kim's planning it. <laughs> uh, yep. Just put all the responsibility on Kim. Um, and <laughs> everybody in public, Kim doll is planning this event. <laughs> Her number is. Um, and so, so Kim will, will plan this, but um, we will actually, we'll all plan it together. And, um, we want as many people to, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not opposed to make, doing this in Southern California because that's where I discovered all of this. So that would be a good spot too. So I'm, I'm down. Don wants to host everybody. Um, I don't know how big your house is. Don, but Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, we are, I really would love for as many people to gather as possible would be so cool. Maybe we can start something that happens every year uh, where it's the sky watchers and without the I'm right, you're right. This is this, this is this. And just going out there and pointing things out 
and then we can get into a little more nature because, folks, it ain't just the clouds. Oh, it's far from just the clouds. That's just the, the best place to start. Just wait until we get into just geography. Let's get into land masses. Let's, get, let's look at Google Maps. Let's, oh, we could go tons of places, sa- all kinds of satellite photos. Um, we can go to Hubble telescope photos, look into the universe, and I'll show you exactly where this is taking place. And the same exact being the Aurora Borealis, uh, the tree in your backyard. Um, it, there's so many things. I mean, I could say right now, I could just say words and it, every one of them would be valid. That's how vast this is. So what we're going to do now because we are, it's so funny. We're running out of time, you guys. We're going to come back. We're going to do a quick song. We're, us four are going to come back. We're going to do some, a little bit of uh, trivia uh, from Halloween, right, uh, Bryn? Brenda? Yep. Brenda Scott? Yep. Brenda, my Brenda. trivia queen of trivia. And uh, Kim, do you have any, any good Halloween tidbits to throw in? Sure, I've got a couple here. Yay! Oh, somebody hitting the bomb? Sure sounds like it. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. He did the monster mash. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the monster mash. It was a graveyard Okay, now, is it just me, or at the beginning, was that guy just totally ripping a bong hit? Let's start that over. Let's, let's, take, a, let's, let's take a listen to that. Let's start that over. Okay. Uh, well, I do know. So let's hear. Here. Okay, there's the door. Listen. There's no turning back now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perhaps Madame Leota can establish contact. She has a remarkable head for materializing the disembodied. Oh, ho, ho, I get it. Head. Hello, Poppy. Oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> oh, oh, there's our. Hey, hey, uh, Don grew up in Southern California, so he'll appreciate. Welcome, that. foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. Oh yeah, Doesn't that's that just... the elevator. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it takes me right into that graveyard that where you wait yep. to get in. Ah, oh, yep. and then you go in, and then oh, it's just such a. If, if any of you have not been to Disneyland, shame on you. 
get to Disneyland and go on the haunted house. Um, Don, do they still have the haunted house? You know, I don't know. They should. Yeah, that, right. That's I mean, been a popular on. ride right next to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean for the Absolutely. longest time. Absolutely. And if they ever take out Pirates of the Caribbean, they're in trouble. Because yep. I'll do something. I'm not sure what it is. Um, okay. <laughs> you and Kim. Don Vice. <laughs> oh, we'll oh, be yeah. over there like, we'll be sw- swashbuckling. Rest of pirates. <laughs> All right, Kim. Give us some Canadian Halloween facts to end up this show correctly in our next 14 minutes. Canadian? I don't have anything on Canadian. What? Canada, All right, forget eight. it. Let's move on to Australia. No. Uh, don't Kim, be specific about Australia. Kim, we uh, don't really follow it here. We Kim, what do you got? Facts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Forget man. the Canadian stuff. What do you got, Kim? <laughs> Just give us Halloween. Well, everybody will probably be handing out weed this year, okay? Have I got a big spicy Halloween? Oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome. There's no turning back now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what do you got? Special brownies, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Don't give them to your parents, whatever you do. (laughs) All right. So, you know, I don't really see anything if you did. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm getting click okay. crazy here. All right, go. Before yeah. I click something else. Okay. Okay. Um candy corn. This is actually quite interesting. Like I mean, created in the 1800s, but do you make more than 35 million pounds of candy corn each year? Like thirty-five million pounds, like that's ridiculous. Oh my gosh! Who likes candy corn, anyways? Who has candy corn in their house right now? Raise their hand. My hands up. (laughs) Crickets in Australia. Sorry. My hands up. (laughs) In Australia, we're like that. You don't do candy corn there in Australia? We're, we're, we're party poopers down here. You seriously don't have candy corn? Nah, not the. Put it put it this way. If they do, I don't know about it because most of the Australian people, I mean, you're talking about maybe mm, less than 10% of the population of Australia would actually celebrate Halloween. So, really? yeah, I've, I've never seen candy corn here. Plenty of chocolate, plenty of lollies. Or you know sweets, candies, wow. gums, whatever you want to call them, candy corn. Uh, no. Wow, that's like <laughs> that's blasphemy. That <laughs> actually makes sense though, because corn is found here. Maize is found here. Correct. Exactly. So it's already but I'm pretty sure end. corn doesn't have anything to do with candy corn. <laughs> Except no, for maybe the corn really, syrup. But... That's just the idea. <laughs> Sugar. <laughs> Sugar. Sugar. <laughs> Sugar. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. There's no sugar in Australia. <laughs> what was I thinking? Hi, we grow sugar up in Queensland. Give it a break. <laughs> See? See? Well, All right, well Kim, what else here's we got? another fact for you. You want okay, another fact? I'll give you a fact. Yeah. Okay, so, so it was in World War II. Um, the uh, rations for, for sugar was uh, cut down to two pounds a month per family because they were actually um, giving the rations to the soldiers during the Second World War. So, you know, when it came wow. to, like, any time like this, they couldn't use it to make up candies and stuff like that, so the actual amount of candies dropped off at that time. That is a fact. In fact, that's pretty fact up. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, folks. Um, okay, here, here's a World War II fact. Um, <laughs> Nutella. Do you know where that came from? Man, I, didn't we have this question on, on our last test? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that, I mean, I know there's an Italian company that is responsible Hello, for it Bobby. now. Hello, Oh, go away. I hate that. He's horrible. He just sounds really slimy. <laughs> All right, Don, where the hell did Nutella come from? Nutella does come from Italy, but since he was low on chocolate, he cut it with the hazelnut to add more volume to it. That's where it came from. Oh. So it was like Useless a... knowledge I don't use in... Uh, uh, Every day <laughs> Oh, just Don, just stick with the Webster phenomena. We'll give you all kinds of room to use your useless knowledge right here. TWP. Okay, Kim, well, you want you some more useless knowledge? Oh, sure. Brenda's got okay, more. Okay, so the M&M. Brenda, there's somebody at the M&M door M&M for you. Hello, Brenda. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. So, so with I know M&M, Brenda likes that guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, M and M's that you get in your in your in your um, Halloween candy. What does the M and M stand for? You know, um, I don't know. Is it Marshall Mars Mathers? and something? I don't know. Ooh, that's a good guess. Yes, it's very close. It's the, the guys who actually invented the M and M's. Uh, so it was uh, Forrest Mars, Senior, yep. and Bruce Murray. That launched the candy, so that's how you get your M and M's. Okay. Wow, that's awesome. So Mars bars was because the guy's name was Mars. Yeah. That's awesome. That's sweet. And you know they <laughs> don't make that anymore. I'm so disappointed. I, know. I love Mars bars. Hey, you need to come to Australia then. We got plenty yeah, of those. Yeah, we have Mars bars what? here. Oh, yeah, we've got lots of Mars bars, yeah. Are you kidding me? You're kidding me. You got it. You got it. Uh-oh, Don's getting on a ship. There goes Don. He's going up. He's going up. Oh, man. Oh, man. Australia, man. Okay. All right, Don. We're going to go get some Mars bars. We're going, Don. G- give us your address off there, Don. I'll send you some for Christmas. That's there awesome. you go. Do it. She, she will. Trust me. She'll send you chocolate. You want chocolate from Australia? Brenda's your girl. That's right. Oh, absolutely. 
You know, I, I did try because I had I was working with an Australian in uh, in North Carolina in Charlotte, and he brought in a chocolate candy filled with Vegemite. Ew, that oh. would be disgusting. Oh. Even all say that. It was, it, was, it was so gross. <laughs> I took a bite and spit it out. Yes. Oh, I'll my you, God. I'll tell you something for the uninitiated, and this is where people make a mistake. <laughs> Vegemite is actually good stuff, even though it looks like it looks and spreads like axle grease, Okay. Wow. The thing is about Vegemite, you don't like people get it and they get the spoon out and they whack the spoon in the jar and get this big glob and stick it in their mouth. Big mistake. Even Aussies don't eat Vegemite that way. You put a little bit, you spread it really thinly on your toast or in your bread in the morning. That's it. So it's like just a, a grazing across your toast. Some people have it a little bit um, thicker. But that's about it. It gives you the saltiness, and it's really, really good. If you have it on toast, just thinly spread with um, uh, mashed avocado. Really good stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because it gives actually, the salty. Actually, the salty you could cut out the Vegemite and just have <laughs> avocado. Yeah, but actually it gives because I love my avocado with salt and pepper, and I usually put a fair bit of pepper on it. But the uh, the now, actual now veggie. Now try it. Try it. Get the toast. Put some mayonnaise <laughs> and then the avocado. Yeah, I've done that. And That's good too. If you want to get too. wild, put salt put a chicken on, on top it. of that. <laughs> a little bacon. Put a little bacon on it. Bacon. That's it. Bacon. Bacon <laughs> is a magic food. If you don't magic like food. it, add bacon to it. You'll love yeah, it. Yeah, it makes then. it all better. It oh, does. Yeah, absolutely. It's healing. It, it fixes it fixes any crappy meal as long as it's got bacon in it. <laughs> yep, and unclogged drains too. Okay, oh, man. So, I miss um, you guys so much. Right. All right, you guys, we got to bail out of here. We got four minutes left. We're gonna say our goodbyes. So um, this is our Halloween show. We've been back for we haven't been back for a year. It was a great show, you guys. Thank you all for showing up. I love you all. Um, I. Please, Dawn, come back when we have our next show. We're going to have one around Christmas, so please come back. Um, it was great to have you, and thank you for calling tonight. Um, Absolutely. Kim, Kim, you're awesome. You're always awesome. We never give Kim enough chance to talk, but that's just, you know, it, it just works out that way. When, when, we have, when we give Kim the space, she freaking takes the, she takes the show away from us and steals it, and we just can't have that. So um, we have to keep Kim in where she's at. Uh, so Kim, uh-huh. thank you so much. Um, we we love you up there in Canada. Have a good time getting high this week, uh, Brenda. <laughs> Brenda, and playing yes. your Bon Jovi album. Yeah, oh, she's gonna be in there, you know, shaking, like flipping her hair back, doing all that. Um, <laughs> oh man, I just um, I love you guys so much, Brenda. Thank you so much for Brenda put this show together. To tell you the truth, you guys, Brenda was the reason this show happened today, um, and that it, it got pulled off so well. She put the show together. I was busy all week. She is the the uh, the inner workings of this scenario. So, Brenda, um, we need to have a show ready for uh, about uh, six weeks from now. And um, it's anyway. We'll talk about that later. Um, Brenda, thanks so much from Australia. You're you're awesome. What you give to the show 
is amazing. So thank you for being here today. Thank you, Brenda. Hey, we missed you, Don. Yeah, we missed you so much. Yeah. All right, you guys. Everybody say goodbye. Everybody say goodbye to the world of listeners that's listening our whole two people out there. No, there's probably, I don't know, 200,000, something like that. Anyway. Um, we love you Bye, out there. everybody. Please share the show Bye. and we'll uh, watch for our posts and follow us and all that good stuff. We will see. You and, and always remember the end of the show. I always have some, some incredibly wise words, but this time I'm just going to say, be good humans. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry.